have future wager at 50 to 1. You do. I got another 25 to win. If I don't get the first leg warrant, I, I just walk home. I'm just straight out the door. I'm gone. Hello, listeners, and welcome to yet another episode of Two Units. We've got a huge episode lined up for you today. We've got our horse topsy on the weekend that was and wasn't. We've got our award-winning segment, Jet or Forget, We've got Salts taking another look at the Golden Slipper, and then we'll look at our two units, our best bets around the country. I'm Nick Foote. Joining me is my great mate, Dave Strelaw, the Sultan of Sydney. Salts, how are you, mate? Yeah, very good, mate. I'm happy to be back and looking forward to Golden Slipper take two. Yeah, a bit of a deja vu about yeah, uh, this episode, isn't it, mate? Mate, we've got a uh, massive show ahead. I-, I reckon it's good, but I- I'm not much of a judge because I'm one of those blokes that sort of... <laughs> When I'm on a something good and I'm about to bag one of my mates, I sort of start laughing so much that I can't spit it out. <laughs> so yeah. I do like my own gear, but hopefully this one's all right. That's all right, mate. You're a perfect judge of your own gear. Um, it's been yes. very good over the last two weeks. Lots of great feedback. Hey, I've sent you out on a bit of a task this week, uh, Salts, to yes. um, sort of find... Uh, I've sent you out as our sponsorship officer to see if we can get any nibbles in the sponsors world. Uh, how'd you go, mate? Um I got a tumbleweed gif. Um, so there's a few tumbleweeds floating through. So if there's any tumbleweed um, distributing companies that might want to step in, maybe they could be one of them. But look, our main demographic is 20 to 45-year-old blokes, um, usually Australian. Um, some some tie, but we'll get to that another week. But So I'm thinking maybe some skincare or like some – I know a few mates that – um, we're pretty heavily into the reef tanning oil or even another a horse one by the name of this um, company yesterday at Sandown, Bondi Sands. Did so McQuaddy, yeah. Yeah, something in, the, something in the yeah. beauty range maybe. So feel free to reach out. Two units. I don't mind it, mate. I was actually thinking as well, it got me thinking last night, I've been watching the new AFL docuseries, uh, Making Their Mark. Oh, yeah. Yep. I, was, <laughs> I was thinking perhaps we could slide into Jeff Bezos's uh, DMs and get a little two units docuseries maybe of us punting through the uh, spring carnival <laughs> this year mate well that would be all right but uh, there need to be a few expletives bleeped out i reckon there are probably a few meltdowns that um they might get on camera although not from you no nah, no nah, not from me nah, <laughs> i've come a long way mate you remember um i think it was australia day a couple of years ago when i we went to caulfield oh, yeah at stella c sun i think it was jay ford copped a howler and yeah, I took it poorly. I legitimately <laughs> tried to watch you try to rip a plasma TV off a wall in the uh, yeah in the I, indoor section there yeah. at the Se- GA Caulfield. Security wasn't fond of that, but <laughs> I didn't have a profile. I didn't have an online presence then, so I could sort of get away with it. But yeah, I'll probably have to tone it down, but it's not a bad idea. Yeah. Could, could follow us through from, from the Turnbull all the way to the McKinnon Stakes and... I'll wait so there for, we go. I'll wait, for, yeah, I'll wait for him to get back to me. I've got, I think I'm up to about 32 followers on Twitter now, so I'll sh- I'm sure I'll be at the top oh, well. of his list to get back to me. Well, that's trending. <laughs> it's huge, isn't it? <laughs> um, what are, speaking of meltdowns, though, mate, what are some of the better meltdowns you reckon you've seen in, uh, in punting by yourself? Yeah, I'll, I'll leave myself out because I don't want to bring up old, old memories, but I'm lucky in my friendship group that I'm privy to... Uh, quite a lot of meltdowns actually (laughs) 
One of my mates I live with um, goes by the name of Moise, a 69. He actually sent this in during the week. He's, he wanted to know if anyone could um, beat his 40, uh, sorry, 54 bet losing streak. Oh, I saw this on the Twitter. Yeah, yeah, it was extraordinary. I was living with him at the time. I, I just couldn't get my head around it. I just said, mate, like, get a slump buster. Like, back something at $1.70 and, and get the, a slump buster. It's harder to do than not it's, to. Imagine like, laying 54 nags in a row and they all yeah i forgot what i was saying then <laughs> do they all win or not but anyway like mathematically if he kept back in 54 to 1 pops he should have got one of them by then so well yeah and he melted down <laughs> at a few of those don't worry about that's, that that's a that's a sort of ban your betting account sort of area yeah, for me i think that might have happened <laughs> but i actually did see the tweet and we spoke about it and it's inspired me mate to it's got me thinking around you know, the current battlers out there in the racing industry. And Moyes are obviously on the punting side of things, but got me thinking around horses that are just the great Aussie battlers. There's a few of them. There's a few of them. Mm. So I, I did some research and I've come up with the first two units podium of the uh, great Aussie battlers out there racing in Australia at the moment. And oh. I've... I've come up with a little podium of a bronze, silver, gold, and I want to I want to run them by yourself. Yeah, run them by me, mate. See what your thoughts me. are. If there any of them in your black book, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> so, bronze, bronze medalist for the Great Aussie Battlers came. I went to South Australia, our favourite state, mm. and uh, I found one by the name of Flow Meter. Mm. Hundred and sixty starts, hasn't had a win in the last twenty starts, which is. Only a few weeks in, in Adelaide races. Races racing. every three days. <laughs> yeah, they're on the quick, in the quick backup for yeah every day of the year. Um, the last five starts, an average SP of sort of fifty one bucks. We're looking around there, but I can't completely I can't completely blag Flowmeter because it, it has it has won a Strathalbyn Cup, but I think it's uh, I think it's pretty admirable to still be running around twice a week at, at those sort of odds. Yeah, well, how much prize money is it won? Oh. About, I think it's a bit over six hundred k. So it's not a yeah. So he's, it's it's a spinner, it, but it's he's a, had it's, his he's it's at his time. Like he's eleven. He's <laughs> at his time. Yeah. Um. Like yeah, one true. of our mates messaged us this on the weekend and said this can't be right. Can a screenshot of his form guide? We said <laughs> yeah, yeah. Races every three days. Yeah. And um. But he does get the forklift though. Oh, That's so that. So he could pop up every now and then. I love the forklift. Yeah, he's mate. A, he, oh. <laughs> oh, I think he was born in those like he came out of the womb those and like what silks yeah, his silks have like expanded as he's grown up like those the blue purple and white like he was born in these mini silks like he showers in them I bet he like brushes his teeth goes to bed in them they're he's painted got, like, on yeah they're yeah. painted yeah anyway he loves those. They're good silks. The fork, you always know what you're going to get with the fork. He rides them hard from about the 1,200 home. <laughs> you do. Anyway, we've spent far too much time on my bronze. Yes, yes, we have. Silver medalist out of trained out of Wangaratta, Vlaming, 46 starts. So not as much as flow meter, but two minor placings from those 46 starts. Um, but he gets in on the silver uh, the silver medalist there. Just his last four starts, been beaten by a combined seventy lengths. Yeah. So, old Damien Vlaming. <laughs> Damien Vlaming is not in the black book. He's in my battle yeah, he's book. A potentially outswinging his way into retirement, I reckon. But let's move on to gold, the top yeah. of the podium for yep. the first two units podium. And this one is the uh, Bryce Stanaway trained Costano Millet. Now, 
good old Cozzy, as I like to call him. Yeah. Um, nine around the stables. Is Cozzy. <laughs> yeah, it's actually a, it's actually a nine year old mare. So we'll, oh, that's right. We'll, yep. Yeah. <laughs> so she's had a hundred and twenty three starts, and she's a maiden. A maiden. Yes. No wins. Fourteen minor placings. One hundred and twenty one thousand in prize money, um, but. I'd say that's probably time to, I don't know, maybe just just pack it up. Could be time to hang up the boots, Cozzy, I reckon. I would have thought so. Thoughts on the, uh, so we've got Costano Millet coming in with the gold medal there. Thoughts on the, the podium salts? Mate, I can't argue with that. Those those facts don't lie. They, are, they are three battlers that, um, you know, have spun a bit of money, but could be time to move on, I reckon. All right. Well, let's absolutely let's move on and let's yeah. move into our horse topsy. And this is the Wizard from the West edition. And I'm going to sling this audio at you. Pippi in the straight at the 150. Portland Sky Mask Crusaders wedging through and bursting through. Mask Crusader drive through, takes the leader. Smart horse, a Group One winner. Two legs. Portland Sky. A very smart winner indeed. There, Salts. Uh, Pikey absolutely lit it up on the weekend, starting on Friday night in the William Reed. How did you see that one? Yeah, well, he took the piss out of Mornington the next day as well. He rode it like he was like he was born in Frankston and, and grew up riding winners there after an afternoon spent loitering at the shopping mall like a good local. But the William Reed Friday night, um, look, it was a good win and um, what a ride. Firstly, you know, he missed the start and he got the saloon passage, but the horse had to take that run as well. He really barged through and I think Matty Hill said in the commentary, burst through and that's exactly what he did. I think anyone potting him from last prep needs to say they've got it wrong because he's won a group one at weight for age. Um, You know, in terms of whether or not he's flattered or not, we're going to discuss that and his future a bit deeper into in in the show in Jet or Forget. So uh, we'll move on and leave that one uh, for now. Yeah, so we'll we'll roll into the Mornington Cup then on Saturday and Pikey just absolutely took the PI double five out of out of that track. Um, It's like he was in Pinjara on a Sunday, wasn't (laughs) it? It's unbelievable. Yeah, it was great. Um, So what I want to talk about is Pikey's ride on Mount Popper, uh, the Big Popper. Um, I like it when you call me Big Popper. <laughs> yeah. So, recorded the second fastest last 200 time of the meeting, over 2,400 metres. Yeah, so I think that tells you a lot about how they went in the early and middle stages. And it was about 19 lengths slower to the 800 than the average of previous uh, 56 races at the trip at that track. And that's all grades. So... Um, it says a couple of things. It says, one, look, he didn't want to lead, but he just got gifted the lead. There was a lot of wind, so he ended up landing there by default. So it says he got a soft time of him front, but it says a bit about the other jockeys in the race as well. Like, clearly they're, judging, they're sitting back judging the tempo, thinking, we've got the best horse in the race with the best turn of foot, sitting out the front, walking, making it a dash home. Not what, a single, what are we doing? Not a single challenger. No. Yeah. Like... You look back to a ride like the Sandown Cup, I, um, it was Jamie Carr, I forget the name of the horse, but they were walking and she just took off and said, well, I don't accept this. Yep. No, no thanks. And then went to the front and, and made it a test. So um, look, it had all the favours, but he's on the up. He's in the Caulfield Cup now. Um, he's got that, uh, well, what did Wayne Hawks say? He called it the Willy Wonka Golden boner or bar or something <laughs> like that i don't know what he was on about we rolled out the golden ticket last week on <laughs> yeah. the show come on come on, wayne listen in <laughs> yeah, yeah right. but um i can't see why 
he can't win it. He's he's got plenty of upside. It's funny with the futures market. So I'm I'm big on this when I sit sit on the couch on race day. I like to look at the futures markets, and I and I saw Popper walking in front, and I was like, I'm just going to check this mid race, and I just threw a little bonus bet mid race at Mount Popper to win the Caulfield Cup. Um, and it was at $41. And when the big popper crossed the line, straight into $15. Yeah. Like, no way can the big popper be a $14 no. chance for the Caulfield Cup. No, he's not. But then it's just I guess that's where, they, yeah, that's where they try and get you. They think that everyone's going to see that he's in there and yeah. then try and get him to take the 14. Like it happened last year with that Danny O'Brien horse. I think Order of the Garter, it, it won well at Caulfield and then um, got crunched for the Cup. But... It was just always going to be under the... It didn't end up running, but yeah, it happens with those markets just, all the time. They're no longer future markets anymore, are they? They're just knee-jerk reaction yeah. markets. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, moving along to Hariba yep. Steak Salts, and we had a few tweets come in about um, this one to discuss, yeah. and that's um, and that was your, your boy ancestry. Yep. Yeah, well, serious suspect barbecued him. Um, <laughs> they were into that headwind. Four burner. Yeah, four burner. I think it was a Weber Q maybe on the side as well and maybe a 85-buck mini jumbuck as well. There was three of them going on. Um, yeah, and he just sat outside him and went way too hard and Serious Suspect's gone for a spell now and he was beaten out of sight. So I think it, um, he was he did okay, Ancestry, to stick on for fourth. But, um, you know, people saying... Um, you know, he's no good. He's only good when he gets his own way. Well, well I might stop you there, Salts, because yeah. it's a perfect segue into our award-winning segment, Jet or Forget. Oh, yes. Because our first horse that's been sent in from our uh, loyal listeners is Ancestry. Yes, so I might okay. even roll that straight through to Jet or Forget. Yeah, so award-winning our first segment. Award-winning yep. segment. So yep. our first one off the top, mate, Ancestry, Jet or Forget. Go yeah. for it. Well, obviously, I've got a high opinion of him, and I think he's a Jet, and he's won nine from... 16 um and every now and then when you back a leader they're going to get smoked up front um i think with him those middle stages are really important because he jumps so fast and then just goes fast enough that others can't come and pressure him but he got that pressure into the wind um you know should he be beating a horse like laverod who'd been beaten start prior i think it was at swan hill yes but i'm certainly not going to forget him and if he pops up in the in the right race with the right setup again, um, I wouldn't hesitate to back him. Nice, nice. Um, moving along to another one that's been sent in, uh, and I've lost the our U- Twitter user's handle here, but uh, wanted to know about Mask Crusader. Obviously a huge, huge mm. win on, on Friday in the Willie Reed and, and, a, and a rightful, I think, group one weight for age winner now. Yeah. Um, but just wanted to know about genuine prospects in terms of the TJ coming up. What are your thoughts there? Well, you lost the handle of that Twitter account. Might have been at Kylie Minogue, I think. <laughs> um, so she's pretty into the racing. Um, but, no, nah, he's a jet. Like, the, the rail was hot. The margin was flattering. Um, but it's not a fluke. He's a good horse. Um, he's still got stacks of upside. I think the TJ might be just one prep too soon, mm-hmm. but there's nothing against, um, you know, he's lightly raced, he, he's still on the up. There's nothing against saying that he can't win an Everest in the spring. Like, Huge. why not? He's, yeah. he's on an upward spiral. He's gone from a, a 78 rater to, to winning a Group 1 
wait for age. Like the sky's the limit. Jet. Okay, I like that. Jet and Everest. Everest futures betting markets. Oh, not quite, but like knee-jerk why markets, not? mate. Yeah, um, knee-jerk. The guys, it's probably three bucks eighty. The, the guys at the corporate giants are going to hear that call, and it's, I reckon true. they'll be all over it. Fifty-one into twelve. Tracking, they've got a now. GPS tracker on me. Live. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll give you a big old forget salts, and we're not even going to say it's jet. But what about the poor Barry crew at Avoca on Saturday for race two? Oh boy, eleven hundred meter maiden. Uh, Clinton McDonald had a dollar seventy pop running around. I might I might have had it in my Avoca early quaddy. I can't I don't know. I mm-hmm. won't I won't disclose too much. Um, one out. Beaten by George Osborne's Kerry Off, which was a pretty smart win in the end. Um, but the problem is when they got back to uh, weigh in, uh, it was actually measured and the race was run over twelve hundred meters instead of the eleven hundred and then declared a no race. Yeah, well, I think maybe they got someone out with one of those rolly things that measures every <laughs> yeah. meter. Yeah. And he, he lost count after 900 because he couldn't count that high and he thought, oh, stuff it, and then just marked out the ground and then they ran over that distance. But, um, oh, the guy the guy that does country from um, the race club actually tipped the winner. And Carry it, off. Yeah, and it bolted in at like six bucks and mm. then didn't get paid out. If that happened to me, mate, I would be flying off the handle I Stella C sun style mate. rip out the plasma <laughs> I think a few bookies did pay out on did yeah. justice pay out not, not all of Racing them Victoria's but... paid the um, the owners but oh they have yeah but okay. not not bets yeah, yeah. alright mate we're going to head to a short break and then we're going to come back with salt specs as you preview the upcoming weekend Welcome back, listeners. We're moving into the Salts Specs part of the show, which is previewing the upcoming races. Huge addition this week, um, and it's a bit of a funny one because due to postponement, uh, acceptances got opened back up for Saturday at Rose Hill, and um, we're going to revisit a few of those races from last week, Salts, but where do you stand on this with acceptances being reopened again? Mate, I've honestly got no answer. Well, I think it's really difficult and um, they're, they're in a rock and a hard place because they're either going to piss one person off and not the other or, or vice versa. So it's hard to say it's not the right call because the entire carnival's moved back. So other plans have changed as well. But but then on the other hand, you've got someone like Mark Newnham. He's blown up because Splintex drew five in the Galaxy last week. He now draws 14 for one extra runner. Like, that is very, very stiff. Mm. Um, it helps some, it doesn't help the others, but I guess that's life. Um, the acceptors from last week are at the top of the ballot, which is very fair. Looks like the tab, they're taking all in bets prior to reopening those noms as a different race in itself. Oh, like a winks out market. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. that's happening. Um, but yeah, there's no there's no easy fix and it. it really happens. So I'm happy to just take it as it is, mate. Yeah, that's a fair call. I think the one positive when I'm looking at it is the fields are strong. Like you look through now the horses that have nominated. Well, there isn't a race that's worse off for it. Yeah, that's right. I mean, there's 24 individual Group 1 winners that are down to race on Saturday at Rose Hill. And that's the most ever in a meet in Australian racing history, which is huge. That's delicious. It is. I guess 
the flip side of that is how much does it affect you know the upcoming prep at the upcoming races and, and horses preps and are we going to see you know races in the championships go around a little bit bare or yeah. who knows but we'll, we'll find out over the next uh over the over the coming yeah. coming not, weeks not much you can do about it so i'm happy to just roll with roll with the punches mate oh cliche boy <laughs> i like it um anyway mate rose hill guineas over 2000 meters um take it away yeah, so we'll skip through this because it's been the Moanga show the past two weeks. We reviewed him and then previewed him, but the redraw assists him because last week I said he was in barrier two, which wasn't ideal. Now he moves to six, which is um, perfect for him. Should be closer in the run than Lions Raw. Spoke about his wet track experience last week, so um, no reason to jump off him, mate. Sticking with him. Cool. So that's Moanga unit. Like it. Yep. Um, Ranvit Stakes over 2,000 metres. So you're pretty strongly in the corner of a day last week with uh, the acceptances reopening. Has that changed at all, mate? Uh, it's, it's put me stronger in his corner, mate. Really? Yeah. So, like, these Europeans are a real sort of show up anytime, anywhere. He, he's had another week to prepare. So he's, mm. a, he's a week fitter than what he would have been. Um, he's now two bucks, two bucks ten instead of a dollar eighty. And he settles at the front of the field anyway, so he's not going to find any traffic problems. So, yeah, it's made me keener on him, mate. Like, I'm tipping him to go 3-0 up on Very Elegant. Um, If she steps, she can actually get the leaders back as well, so she might not find too much traffic either. But if she doesn't, there's going to be more traffic than what there was last week. So I'm keen on him, mate. What about the red herring of Colette thrown in? Well, her mother was a mother. As father was a mutter. Um, <laughs> she absolutely swims. She does. But um, this guy's your serious, serious, world-class animal. Um, not to say she's not good. She's being aimed up at the Sydney Cup, actually. So getting to this trip on a wet track, obviously, assists because she showed last start she's a, she's a wet tracker. Can't handle a good track, but... Um, not in his league. Cool. So strong, strongly uh, with a Dave there. Yep. Uh, move through to the Golden Slipper. I feel like we've spoken about this race every episode we've had as well. All yeah. three of them. Yeah. Well, well, they missed out. Maui missed out last week, didn't they? <laughs> Did the Slipper? Yes. <laughs> yeah. It could have been um, moccasins on everyone, as <laughs> as the town stands for. But um, something to think about for next year. I'll but t- I'll tell you what, though, if this week doesn't go ahead. <laughs> I'm calling for a Tassie hub. Hub life. I reckon we send all these group one horses, we flick we flick them down to Tassie, we can have the upcoming meets down there. I'd, personally, I'd love to see the Randrit run on the uh, Devonport Syntho. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be all right. I reckon it'd be all right. The galaxy around the hamster wheel at Launceston. Fair track. Yeah. Fair track. Anyway, Golden Slipper, sorry. Yeah. Back onto the specs. Um, sticking with Profiteer. Um, they've all got to have had to deal with having that extra week between the runs. Obviously, he's in good hands, and they've they've kept the work up to him to to make him um, not too fresh. And the thing that really assists him is O President comes out with nothing else coming in, um, and that was another of the go forward horses, another horse that could actually potentially have taken him on and pressured him. Um, so that I think that helps him as well. So sticking with him, mate. Cool. And just for the listeners, the Golden Slipper acceptances and barriers did not change. No, that was the only, only race, race that stayed the same. Yep. Yeah. Cool. All right, we'll move through to the Galaxy, mate. Um, how are you? How are you looking at this one? Any any changes? Um, 
Well, it's pretty much the same as last week, except now Hortbury on her has 54 kilos versus Talia's 51. And last week it was 55. So I think that... Look, I'm not suggesting any foul play or anything like that, but there was there could have been some sort of sneaky, sneaky, <laughs> real sneaky stuff going on with uh with Nature Strip there because they nom him, he goes to top weight, mm. bumps her down a kilo, and then they don't accept with him. Um, but as someone that's going to back her, sweet ass, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now nah, I, I like her in this mate, and I think that she's a she's a Group One winner in waiting. Um, Returned in beast mode. Um, the the footage you've seen of her, she just looks so strong and, and she's matured into a powerhouse and her trials have been off their head, mate. So um, she's going to get a nice trail in behind the speed. She gets through it all right? Yeah, two for two on soft. Yep. Um, not seen a genuine heavy, but nothing to suggest that she wouldn't. Um, yeah, no, I'm keen on her. Um, I'm two bet Tommy. Oh, two bet Tommy. Two bet Tommy. I think there's enough in the price with her at five bucks and Talia is another noted wet trucker way down in the weight. It's going to get a similar suck run in behind a real hot speed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I can chop out on her. I'll, I'll make Corby on her the better result, but I'll chop out on Talia as well because she's awfully dangerous in these conditions um, down on the minimum. Very responsible of you. Oh, I'm a responsible man. You are. I do everything responsibly. That's true. And I hope our listeners are gambling responsibly too. Absolutely. So if they're following us, then of course they are. <laughs> All right. Change your track. Change your tone. We're going to head to head to Bendigo uh, and we're going to preview uh, the Bendigo Guineas this week, Salts. Nice town, Bendigo. You've been there? I'm, see, I'm not from Victoria and, I, and I'm that guy that I get Bendigo and Ballarat confused. So yeah, I've, I've, I've a lot been, of people do that. I've been to one of them like three times. Yeah, well, which one was bloody snowing? Because that's probably Ballarat. <laughs> yeah, I think I was at the Rat. Yeah, you might have been. Bendigo's nice, got nice old buildings and sounds, stuff like that. But sounds great. Yeah, it's good. Uh, you sound bloody real enthralled, mate. <laughs> Excited to visit. <laughs> um, Bendigo Guineas, mate. Um, Anna Visto. All right, she did plenty wrong fresh. On a real slow tempo, over-raced badly, but was still too good. I was a bit against her second up, going to 1,400, just with the tempo on paper, thinking that she could be a big chance to over-race. And um, got that right. She did. But, uh, <laughs> here we go. Here, um, here we go. Yeah, she over-raced badly. But she, the, the thing that's got her on my side now is that she nearly bloody won the race. So um, she went huge, third up. But the the huge key here is something that should be listed as a gear change, and that's Jamie Carr first time. Um, she's just got great soft hands and, and has such success with relaxing horses. Like, she didn't relax Buffalo Run the other week. He, he bolted. But if we look at things as a, as a percentage, as, a, as an oh, overall outlook... She's a star. Yeah, she just gets them to relax. So that's a cracker of... You know, nothing against Ollie, but that's a cracker of a, of a jockey change. And... Um, I think what could be the difference, rightful favourite. A Warren one bet? Yes, Warren one bet. <laughs> uh, what, sort of, what sort of price are we getting for Anavisto? I think it's two ninety three. Okay, that's and nice. That seems about right, mate. It's cute enough. Yeah, yeah it's, it's good. not the strongest Bendigo guineas. Like last year there was Spend and um, Riddle Me That. That got the green highlight. Yeah. I just wanted to bring that up. <laughs> I remember Five that. bucks was pretty good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving along. Uh we're only previewing the one at Bendigo, just just uh, for our listeners there. But um, 
watch the Twitter space as Salts might have a couple of extra tips up come Friday. Yeah, there'll be some tips in the atmosphere. They'll be swirling around. Don't in worry the about that. I like it. Um, Morfittville, we're going to look at the feature race over there. Uh, the listed Manheat. Ma- ma- Mate, when I wrote this, I was like, how's he going to say this? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I'm just going with the listed. Manihi? I'm going with the listed classic. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, mate, this is this is a nice field. Mm. This is a really nice field. What are, you, uh, what are you looking at for this one? Well, as I get a lot when I'm walking down the streets and I, I walk past big groups of people, they often yell out, hummer, hummer. <laughs> So I'm just going to back her because of that. Hubba <laughs> <laughs> bubba. No, no, no. Yeah, that did suck. But it was, I still thought it was pretty good though. <laughs> um, now I'm with Hummer Hummer here. I'm keen on her because she's um, four weeks between runs, but had a run under the belt. So she's fitter, but she's a real fresh horse. She fires on the fresh side. First up at Flemington, home in the fastest last six, 400 of the day behind a flying and fit Fabergino. Um, that was over a 1,000 metres. 2,100 here. She's had success at this track. She can settle off the pace from this gate. Um, and she doesn't mind punching a gap. She's got a massive, massive turn of foot. So at about four, sorry, 480, I can play her. Um, Liars in the race, an equal fave and top weight. And she's got a bit of a bit of a slurp slurp about her with it, when it comes to drinking dairy products. <laughs> she, she's had some chances, and if you followed her since she won the Blue Diamond, you'd be dirt poor. Mm. So you, if have, she wins, it'll be without me. Have you had a chance to see any of Liar's jump outs? Uh, nah, I haven't had a look at them, mate, yeah. because I just am happy to to bet around her yeah. at those weights when when the when the figures come in and the ratings at those weights she's going to be at the absolute top of her game um to beat Hamahama. so i'm happy to to side with the one with the fitness i'm with you on that i'm going to be betting up on Hamahama too i'm i'm really i'm really keen on that that uh first up form uh behind fabergino oh yes Wooshka. Shut up and take my <laughs> bonus <Money>. bet. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, all right. Hey, mate, let's move through to the uh, two-unit segment. And before we recap, let's just have a listen to this. Bolt I am can't go on. Midnight store took over, moved away at the hundred from Call Me Curtis Cotillion, and then Bolt I am, but it was his day on paper, and it's his day at the track. Midnight Storm by a length. Salty, you said it was his day on paper, and uh, it was certainly his day on the track too, mate. Um, yeah, well, the best seven-year-old grey gelding in Australia, is, as he's been referred to. Um, yeah, I didn't sell him well to start with, did I? I said he hasn't been winning much, but it looked his race on paper, so it was, it was nice to boot that home. Stubby rode him like the best horse. We, we must have, I couldn't find the audio for my, my two units bet winning last week, so I didn't chuck it in there. Yeah, lost in, I think it's in escrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm becoming the uh, Tom Melbourne of the two-unit section. I'm Is building, that, I'm building twos. Ones? Yeah. Yeah, I'm building, I'm building seconds for fun. Mate, seconds? People talk about, oh, what, you've got this many seconds, and I've done that before as well, but it does mean that you've seen them well. Yeah, look, we'll go with that. The confidence, <laughs> the confidence is still up, and... Takes a bit to dent that, mate. It I does. I must say, from knowing you, it, <laughs> it takes does. a bit to bring that back down. Yeah, there was, yeah, I can still have There's a, a few swagger. things I know to say that can, but I don't because I'm a good mate of yours. Thank you, mate. Appreciate <laughs> that. Hey, well, let's move into my best this week. And statistics say that in the two-unit section, 
and I'm I'm quite the academic. I like to read a lot of yeah, peer reviewed journal articles. Come past your desk and you're reading peer reviewed articles. I'm an academic. Yeah. Um, and I've read an article actually this week that basically said you cannot lose three best bets in a row. Yeah, well, the, well that was an extensive study, <laughs> it actually. Was. It was. So um, I'm not going to head back to the parks <laughs> track this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no racing at the parks track, but it hasn't been a hap- happy hunting ground for me because they're on the course proper. The man, you're not relinquishing the keys, are you? Hold on to them. I'm just having a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going You've still got the master key. I'm, I'm heading west for a slump buster. Jesus, yeah. across the Nullarbor. <laughs> Here I am. Oh, and boy. Hopefully mate, there's an easterly to take you over, mate. I hope so, because I'm heading to the WA Oaks. Ooh. Yeah, so there's one here that should arguably have two wins from the last two starts next to a name, and that is Pure Devotion uh, from, from our favourite camp over there. Was that the... Uh Grant Nalana or Bob Peters? Yeah. Peters Investments? Yeah, I think it might yeah. be Peters Investments. Pure devotion. Sounds like me to everything I do, mate. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> mate, this um, this filly here flew home um, two back in the Ascot 1,000 guineas, over 1,800, stepped up to the 2,200 in the Natasha Stakes and was extremely stiff to miss out there as well. Third, third up here, 2,400 metres, gets the extra furlong that's going to suit. But I know you mentioned it about Jamie before. This is the ultimate Philly gear change. W Pike on chasing his sixth WA Oaks as well. It's a good lead because he gets the he gets to pick which one he thinks going to win, and he yeah. yeah. So he's chosen her, and he wants a six WA Oaks. Yeah, absolutely. And six Oaks. Imagine drinking six Oaks. <laughs> <laughs> You'd vomit. <laughs> you, you actually would. <laughs> I don't th- actually. I saw you see it was his birthday on the weekend. Guess how old he was? Uh, forty-two. Yeah, I, I would have said about the same, maybe forty-three, just to one up you. Yeah, he was thirty-five. That's like us. Yeah, well, a little bit younger. <laughs> yeah, okay. L- well, a little bit, little bit older than us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 27. <laughs> twenty-seven. But yeah, I couldn't believe. Like, no offense to him, but he looks older than that. But he, I saw as well he doesn't drink or smoke, so maybe he's just going to drink some chalky oak after he wins the Oaks. 3.6 litres of oak. Yes. I love it. I had a look at that race, actually, and it's also getting the winkers on, which is like, it's not the full blinkers, but it's a nice little grand final move. I like Um, And the danger in that too, your pure devotion has had a run at at 2,200. The the danger um, on the ratings and in the market He's going 18 to 2,400. Mm. Been strong late. But it is a big, big rise in distance early in their career. So I reckon yours has the has the pikey effect. Well, add add three lengths with pikey back on. I think it was the young Kyra, Kyra Yule that was riding the yeah, last okay. two starts. And... She's all right, but he... Look, he's the man. He's he the rode man. Mornington. He rode four winners at Mornington. He'd never been there before. Yeah. Thought it was a bloody holiday destination. And what what else would you prefer to do at 7.45pm on a Saturday night than his home of two units best bet? You'll get about two bucks for that if you get on now. I reckon come 7.45 on Saturday when everyone's chasing. Oh, that's a real sort of end of the multi yeah, type sort of an job. Anchor, yeah, And it's going to be some real tomato sauce odds about that at about 7.30. They're not letting people on that. But no. That's not getting out. No, that's right. Hey, yeah. I, hey, salts, because I'm because I'm chasing. I've got a little value. <laughs> I've got a, I've got a little value bet yeah, this week. <laughs> I've got a little value bet this week, and Go it is it. rough as guts. So I'm just gonna have a little play. Bendigo race nine at a horse called Jittery Jack. 
Oh, now, boy. That's making me jittery. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Second up, and he's no world beater. But last prep, won over 1,400 on a soft seven at HQ. And HQ. then And then backed up with a mile win in another benchmark 78 on a heavy 10 at the Valley. And that was the day the races were abandoned there. The track yeah. was a disgrace. Hot rail. But I'm tipping by the last at Bendigo. If the track's no good, it could it could be an absolute skippy hugel job and it might just be swimming to just the post. Skip through them. 61 to 1, you could you could have worse fivers. Yeah. Like, I, I'm just going to have you'd a You'd want the track. track to stay sort of six. What do you reckon? Yeah. Like, you want a bit of giving it for him? Oh, 100%. Yeah. 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 Well, that's got my girl on it. Maddie Lloyd. Yeah, claims three. Yeah, she's good. I, I rate her. She's, um, she's been she's been good to us. She's got this. Um, she's got the absolute saloon alley too. She's um in she's in barrier seventeen for that, this one. That's a beauty. <laughs> I reckon seen... when they when they drew seventeen, <laughs> the connections would just would have been like, this is perfect because you know it really gives us time to to slide across and and by the time we get. Near the finish line, we could have found the front. I can see what the whole field is going to do. Yeah, and exactly. make a decision. I like that. Yeah. I like the good barrier. <laughs> yeah. All right, mate. Over to your bests for the weekend. All right, I'm going to Bendigo. All right, nice town as I as as I've mentioned. All right, but I won't go through that again. Race four, fanciful toff. Now, I know this is going to bring up some mm. harsh memories for you, mate, because you were on this last start and I wasn't, and mm. it, it should have won. Um, and the stewards query the ride, and it, it just caught one of the worst tactical rides you'll ever see. There was a apprentice on, so yeah, we can't go yeah, too hard. I'm not going to go too hard, but yep. um, what I just said was probably going too hard. <laughs> it's like, it's like when people say no offense after yeah. they've just said something that's like outrageously yeah. offensive, yeah. just you can just say whatever you want, yeah. just say no offense at the end, yeah, you just, no, did but that. Any, yeah, yeah, <laughs> he handed up to the to the stable mate that the only way it could win was a sit sprint mm. and then that's what it got and then it got um held up in behind him and then flashed home so um jamie carr takes over like i said positive gear change yes please fitter again it's it's a horse that has hold it held its ratings once it gets there so it holds form should get a more genuine tempo here and if it doesn't then jamie carr will make sure that it does mm. so pretty keen that um, Fanciful Toffle will get the uh, chockies. Is she your the most fourth? trusted jockey, do you reckon, Jamie? Like if you had to go... I reckon. Like, ride, because, or, ride or die. Well, she's just served that suspension. Mm. Um, and before that, she had one of the cleanest records of any current jockey. Like mm. she rarely, rarely got suspended. So absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Why not? She's the best. I like yeah. it. Yeah, so keen on him. Um, Got a value for us? Oh, it's funny you say that because I, I actually do. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's like you got a running sheet. Oh, I don't know. We're pretty organised here. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I put this out in the Twitter sphere um, yesterday as being a good value bet. Morfittville Race Three Royal Mile, and it's I'm backing it because this is being run over the mile, and it's in its name. I love so it. So pretty keen on it. So this is exclusive on our podcast, exclusively 24 hours after it was <laughs> Yeah, about. exactly. We're, nah, nah, nah. So, we're breaking news here, guys. So he's bringing country form, but against the older horses. So he's back to his own age here, and he's been really attacking the line. Um, he's never missed the Quinella from five starts. So at an each-way price, that's a good bet. Um, 
He sat deep without cover last start, but he got real gutsy. He pulled away late against a seasoned horse. He's got a lovely, big, economical stride, so I think he's going to eat up 1,600. Um, your boy from last week, the Oppo, Oppo Lupo, yeah. he sticks. He's um, good. He's good, the kid. He is good. He is good. And, um, barrier one should probably park leaders back. He takes three kilos off. Now he's in the city, um, and he rode him last start. So, yeah, this, this fellow's... Royal Miles deserved a crack at, at Metro Racing. And there's a few in this race. Oh, sorry. There's a few in this race that um, aren't exactly line attackers, yeah, um, no to put beaters. it nicely. So, yeah, I think he's a good each way bet. Race three, Royal Mile, Morfordville. Awesome, mate. Hey, um, that brings a close to our uh, two units segment. Do you know what that means, mate? Mate, well, you know what the, how the saying goes time flies. When you're doing a sick podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We did warn the listeners from the top that we laugh at our own gear. We did. I I just got that out. You've been warned. Yes. (laughs) Um, Mate, another episode, three down, rock hard fit. That's it. Yeah. Ready to peak fourth up, maybe. Oh, oh, I love it. I love it. Hey, good luck, everyone, having a punt this weekend. Uh, Hopefully, we get away at Rose Hill. I'm sure sure we will. My fingers are crossed. Yeah, no, we'll we'll be going ahead. Saltz has done his dry dance. We're ready to roll. (laughs) Um, Hey, if you've got any feedback, feel free to uh, drop Saltz underscore Sydney a line on Twitter. Or, alternatively, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. Get around us. We're doing the best we can. Uh, Have a great weekend, everyone. everyone.